0: Uh, this is a show where we continue to just speak to amazing young entrepreneurs who are doing amazing work, especially around businesses that you can use around this summer holidays. Well, tonight we are featuring an amazing young man who is a very powerful uh, life story and continues to inspire us. Uh, he inspires me because he's just given me a gift. <laughs> <laughs> and because I love gifts, I'm uh, now I like him even more before I even <laughs> talk to him. His name is Frank Leia. He's the co-founder and managing director of Honest Travel Experience. Hello, Frank. Hello, hello. Thanks. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for the gift. <laughs> thank you for having me. We'll we'll talk about the gift and what is because I know our Metro F- FM Talk listeners. I wonder you. I wonder what that is. <laughs> but uh, look, congratulations for um, being a young and uh, you know entrepreneur who is doing very well for yourself. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> at your at your age, I wish I, I, I had achieved what you have achieved. <laughs> but uh, congratulations on that. But yeah. le, let's let our listeners know who I'm talking to. Who is Frank Lea? Um So uh,
1: Frank Lea is uh, basically a young um, immigrant from um, the Congo. Um, I was born in Congo. My mom, both my parents are from Congo, but I moved to South Africa when I was eight years old. So I'm pretty much a Jobeker because um, Congolese people don't think I'm Congolese enough. <laughs> so <laughs> have you I'm have a you become a,
0: a Jobo guy in, in all senses of the word? Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm. I am Jobek. Whatever Jobek symbolizes, that's what I am. <laughs>
0: okay, but why, why did you move here at the age of
1: 8? Um so my dad was um, a political journalist. Um, and um, he was caught up in um obviously a lot of the war that was happening in the Congo, mm-hmm. so he was um a journalist telling the story of what was happening in the Congo, yeah, and he was charged with treason, so we had to flee the country to obviously migrate to a different um sort of like country, so um we moved from different countries until we ended up in South Africa,
0: yeah, okay, but you are legal. Ne? <laughs> Let, Would just, you
1: deport me? <laughs> like I'm maybe, here already. Would you no. deport
0: me? <laughs> because we, are you about to go? <laughs> we were talking earlier on about yeah. about, about uh, you know the floods yeah. that yeah. have affected many communities. Yeah. And uh, the question was: uh, there are some illegal yeah. foreigners. Yeah. Who. Should or should not benefit from the relief yeah. that the government is giving? Yeah, you know? yeah,
1: yeah. So I, was, I wanted to. Clear <laughs> I'm legal. It. I'm legal. I, he actually, when when he called me up for the interview <laughs> today, I was at Omaface, okay. and he called me, and I was like, "I'm going through so much, like, because <laughs> I was literally at Omaface uh, today, getting uh, trying to get my passport, which unfortunately I didn't get. But oh. yeah, so I just reapplied again for another one. Yeah. Um, hopefully no, that I'm, comes I'm, out soon. Yeah.
0: Okay. Look, well, clearly your travels are 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 very important. Yeah, and that's why you got into this. Industry, yeah. Maybe tell us about uh, where you have travelled before, and uh, as you say, you were fleeing. Yeah, it was not by choice. Yeah, you know, as a refugee. Yeah. Uh, how was that? You know that that travel to get to Johannesburg. Yeah. Uh, with your family, w- that that inspired what you do today.
1: Literally. So I think um, my earliest uh, memory of travelling and how I, sp- how I got interested into traveling was obviously from my journey from the Congo to where I am today mm. in South Africa. So I think my parents did it so well that we felt as kids that we were on a holiday. Wow. We actually were so protected from everything that was happening around us that it felt like it was a holiday. So mm. um, the journey from like uh, Tanzania to Kenya to Zambia to Zimbabwe to until we ended up in South Africa for us was a big holiday. And I think as I grew older... And I ended up in Joburg. It was like a combination of all my early childhood and all the people that I met. And when I came into Joburg, I met all those different people mm. from different places. Mm. Um, and um, I remember when we first arrived, we were in Yovel, And that was like the macrocosmo of like, Africa. And for me, like every single country we lived in, it was almost like I felt like I left something behind. And once I got to Yovel, I felt like everything that I ever left was like in one specific place. And this I think
0: is, it's still like that. You
1: oh, a hundred percent. I mean, our best selling tour today is the Yovel full tour. <laughs> regardless of all the stigma that every people speak about about yovel but all our guests all the tourists that come love yovel mm. because of its pan africanism and the diversity that you get to actually find um i mean you don't find that in in zimbabwe in zambia it's like one place with like a diversity of so many cultures and so it's many a li- different a, a little new york now that you say that that's literally what i say to all my guests that come in and really? that's why travelers come Kind of like understand it a little bit more uh, better because they have been into so many different places. Mm. And um, I feel like that's, that space is like something that a lot of people don't appreciate it. And that's why every single time we do like massive discounts on locals to come and experience it because once you experience it, it gives you a different dynamic of what the space we live in, which is Johannesburg and what Johannesburg is rich for. Because if you really think about it, Johannesburg only has its people uh cape town has the mountain has the beach <laughs> and has mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. but Jobek is always about people it's got about anybody yeah. that has an experience of Jobek speaks about the found bond that they found with the people so and i feel like that place brings them closer because then you kind of like get to use all your senses smelling testing and all that in within that space mm. you know so i feel like for me that's what we try and showcase to a lot of people and unfortunately we haven't reached our goal which because we still um getting a lot more foreigners because essentially these tours started by us trying to get mm. a lot more locals to penetrate these spaces. How, how
0: did how did that start for you, you know, being a tour uh, a, a uh, tour guide and even now even owning your own business?
1: Um I think it's pretty much started off so when I was in grade 10 I got a bursary to um obviously um, attend um, at St John's mm. and um so from there we had obviously rugby fest And um, so what that did is that it allowed me, so leaving Yovil and St. John's is like separated by a street called Louis Botha. So it's like two different worlds. So I used to walk from St. John's all the way back home. And when we had rugby fest, I would invite my friends from the college to come to Yovil and experience that. Mm -hmm. So I used to obviously do that then, and I didn't know that was tourism, you know? So I used to take some of my local friends from the academy into Yovil to come and try some of the food. And I remember I'll always like charge them money because we needed money for them to feel safe. while pay a friend that was so much taller to act as a bouncer mm-hmm. to protect them. So mm-hmm. they will all pay me money, which was obviously I'll charge them more than what it was to kind of like have them feel safe. And I'll all I'll always have somebody that lived in the community that was just much taller to make them feel like the mm-hmm. way being there with security. So that's pretty much where it started. So it's for me it started all the way in high school. So I used to do it without knowing that it was actually tourism.
0: So what what was so attractive about Yoville that you know even your 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 friends at school wanted to experience it. How are you selling Yoville? Because you say Yoville, Yoville is different during my time at your age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to now, yeah, uh, where it was it it was a cultural hub, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, yes, it it was not. That uh, multinational, mm-hmm. in terms of uh, the community living there, yeah. but it was a beautiful place, no. a colorful of character and uh, all sorts of, you know, kind of music, restaurants, and you know, and uh, it would be you going out to dinner, you're going to to Yovel and it was a, and and a lot of artists yeah. and creatives lived in the in that in that area. Yeah. And it has now become a, this is a perception, yep. I will admit. Which I'm willing to challenge. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, a, it's a perception. Yeah. Uh, it has now become a scary place. You know, yeah. people fear it for, you know, yeah. for crime. And, uh, and the fact that it is now, you know, um, inhabited by a lot of foreigners. Yeah. Of of we for instance, I've 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 got a um, a Ghanaian uh, gentleman who does some of the stuff that uh, of African prints that I and is des- and things that he sews for me, and he stays he, in Yeovil, and yeah. I go to Yeovil to go and see him and ask him to do this and you know, mm. and and that, and uh, as much as. I may be comfortable to a certain degree mm-hmm. because you know you 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 need a bit of go- he's oh, he's the one who's always saying when I'm leaving is like now let me uh, you know accompany you yeah. because he's aware of, of, of it, whatever yeah, yeah. threats yeah. it possibly is yeah so then um, what's attractive about it if there are all these fears.
1: So I think um, two things is um, I think so. This is the conversation I have with my dad all the time. Mm. So my dad is still based in Yovel, and um, so I think the only thing that changed in in, in Yovel is the demographic, and um, to be fair as well, it, to a certain extent, its governance. So if you really, really dig deep into Yovel then and now. The mm. cultural aspect of it has not changed at all. It's okay. still highly diverse. There's still different restaurants. It just went from being highly uh, Eurocentric to now more Afro-cosmopolitan. So mm. where the issue is is that um, since a lot of the immigrants uh, occupy the space, that is not where the politicians get their votes from. So the place is basically abandoned
0: ah. if you
1: think about it. So if you look at Yovel, then when my dad speaks about ah, oh, when I arrived in Yovel, it was this place. I'm like the only difference now is that there's only more African people living in here now and would walk through Yoval and will not see for days, not even see one police officer walking down the road. I mean, what do you expect to happen in a space like that? So mm-hmm. I feel like government has played a huge part in that, but in terms of the cultural aspect of it, nothing has changed in the space. Uh, so the,
0: the neglect of, of, of governance it, it, it has, 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 has played a part, a
1: part in what it is mm-hmm. today, you know? So so
0: when you take a pe- people people on tour in Yoval,
1: yeah, where do you take them? So we do um, five different restaurants. So our Yovo, uh, we call it the Yo- Taste of Africa. Mm-hmm. That's what the name of the food tour is called. So it's Taste of Africa. And the idea is just to get people around different parts of Africa. So from an Ethiopian restaurant, I mean, you name a country in your, in, in Africa, you'll find a restaurant in Yovo. Mm-hmm. They're all there. So depending on how we feel on the day, we take our guests to different spaces um and i mean this is like i said this is our best selling experience for, out of all the tours that we do we have every single day if you go to Yovel today you go on rocky street and you wait at 3 p.m you're gonna see why people walking through <laughs> rocky streets trying to experience that a lot mm. of tourists still come back and experience that you know and uh to be fair of course there is still a lot of petty crime that happens but for me i feel like what shields a lot of that crime is that i am a native of Yovel. That's why I said I am a Jobeka because when I'm walking down Mm. the street, all those people have seen me grow up in there uh, from being a little kid to like what I am today. So none of our guests get harassed or anything like that. We've never had a single experience. Touch wood. We've never had any experience within the spaces because it's a community and mm. when you're part of a community, I mean if whatever community anyone comes from, they feel safer in that community and that's the same sort of like and they feeling. protected they by feel protected the members by the people in, within the space. In so the space. we don't yeah. have any bodyguards on any of our tours. We walk the streets of Hilbro, Yovel, um Yovel, um, um, just with ourselves, you know so that has always been the case. We've always mm. done that because we are part of a community, and I think community is what um, separates Yovel. Anybody that lives in Yovel does not feel unsafe, <laughs> you know. So
0: it's it's not only Yovel. You do you know the city, yeah. Hillbrow. Take t- tell us about um, you know the the tours that you actually do, and you want to expand yeah. uh, from there. Yeah. So uh, I mean, we've um, I mean, I've been doing this for
1: almost nine years now. So we've obviously expanded out of Yoval So mm. we do we've got um, a couple of tours in Durban, a couple of tours in Cape Town as well. Um and um, essentially the idea behind what we do is we do immersive experiences. and it's cultural exchange. So mm. we try like, that we try to leverage off the richness of South Africa's diversity to expose people to different other things that they can do in within the place. You know mm. um I mean we do road trips now for a lot of the locals just to try to get people outside of the big cities. So we do garden routes, we do Drakensberg we do P is back, so there's a lot of other road trips that we've obviously included, but like I said, uh, for us, our primary market is the locals, Um, you know. So we. I want
0: to talk to you about the response, yeah. uh, you know, of the the locals, and what the you know demographics of the of of that market is yeah. that response to, you know, your tour. We're going to take a break, and yeah. uh, we'll be back in conversation with Frank Lea. He's the co founder and managing director of Honest Travel Experience on Metro FM Talk. Metro FM Talk, Talk November Madumo sitting in for Ayabong Atawe, and uh, it's our SMME exchange feature. And we are in conversation with co founder and managing director of Honest Travel Experience, uh, the Congolese man, uh, Frank Leah who was uh, just before the break telling us about his market is the uh, South Africans, the locals. Are they coming to you, uh, Frank?
1: Yeah, we've uh, we figured out a way to do who it. Who is coming to you? So it's, um, I think our target market is basically what we like to call them. the, um, the uh, first generationals, which is basically um, first generation money, if you can call it. Okay. So it's uh, the age between um, 26 to 35. So that's pretty much the market that we um, currently are having, and um, we started off with like festivals, obviously because we understand our market so well that South Africans will like putting. Mm. So we've incorporated our road trips with festivals. So we inc- we did like Bushfire, uh, we did like like this December we're doing Smoking Dragon, um, and we're also doing um, a festival that happening that's happening obviously in Ghana, which is called Afrochela. So we're incorporating our excursions with um, cultural op- activities and stuff yeah, like So that. which mm-hmm. the festival is about two days but the, the package is eight days. So you get other days to actually explore the spaces. So what we've done is we've incorporated obviously the festival, the music and then added that with like excursions in the middle of that. So um, that's basically what has kind of like attracted a lot of people essentially is obviously the music and all that mm. and we've added cultural aspect to it. So I mean when we do like our Drakensberg um, trip that's happening in December we started off in Clarence. So in Clarence we do a lot of hiking in there, which... At the beginning, a lot of locals didn't like that, (laughs) so so we've added a little bit of like beer tasting and Ah, wine and smaller mountains (laughs) (laughs) and smaller (laughs) mountains, not the bigger (laughs) hikes, you know, Um, and smaller waterfalls and all that stuff. So we've kind of like we've added like some cheese tasting as well. So we've added like a lot of stuff to just get people out of the city Mm. because um, I think for me, um, also just being an immigrant with limited resources to travel outside, I've had to explore South Africa. So I have gotten to like really appreciate the space that I'm in. So I've mm. traveled intensively in within South Africa and like I said, I started off from Yovel showing people into Yovel and now it's like I'm trying to show people off other spaces that there is a lot more that South Africa has to offer. Um and yeah. So I think the idea is to just basically get people out of their comfort zone to spaces. And I feel like it's
0: gonna take some time, but we're willing to like so, it, when you, when you do a, a tour, is it uh, a one day thing, a daytime thing, a overnight thing, and what kind of packages do you actually have and yeah. you know.
1: So, we have uh, we've got day tours. Mm-hmm. Um the day tours well, obviously, I mean, I'm, I'm going to speak about Joburg because we are in Joburg right now. So, we have like you can explore graffiti. We've got a graffiti experience. We've got a bicycle tour. Uh-huh. We've got a e-scooter tour. So, we've added we've got now just added a tuk-tuk tour in within Joburg to kind of like just explore explore the different um, spaces within JobX are from like Victoria Yard to like uh, Mabunang to New Town to Brown So we've obviously incorporated that as well. So those are the day tours. We also have night tours, but the night tours mostly appeal to the tourists, which is our nightlife experience because. Before us, there was not many people doing night tours of Jobek because of the stigma of Jobek being dangerous. So mm. after 7 p.m., a lot of the tourists used to stay in their hotels. So now we've got a bus that goes out at different hotels and pick up different guests and they go out and experience Jobek's nightlife experience. So that's a nightlife um sort of like tour which started at 9 p.m. and ended 4 a.m. in the morning, which okay. is a different sort of like um, SLM of people because also people travel for different reasons some people just travel for nightlife in different spaces mm. so we've kind of like tried out a way to kind of like cater everything from art tours to history tours to just pub crawling in within the city because Joburg is that has that many things for you to be able to explore in
0: how seasonal is your foreign you know tourists coming in and using your services
1: um, I think so. I mean, the winter time is obviously summer because Europe is our biggest market, yeah. so the winter time is mostly um um the locals. so and also one thing that obviously, for us from the beginning of this, my initial um, 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 sort of like client base was never tourist. Mm. Tourists are just coming on our experiences because the locals are speaking so highly of it. Uh-huh. So they're not my primary target market. Our primary target has always been the locals. So for us, throughout 12 months of the year, we've got locals that are coming on this experience to be able to explore their own city. So the tourists come because the locals are writing about it and they're getting obviously like high ranks on some yeah. of the international platforms as well
0: tell me i mean we have the uh, department of uh, tourism yeah. we've got uh, in, uh, in you know the the provincial and you know yeah. uh, uh, smaller you know uh, agencies mm-hmm. are you getting any support no, I'm foreigner. <laughs> I'm not getting any support. <laughs>
1: I don't get any support from any of the governments. I mean, f- most of the support that I get is from corporates, um, corporates. Okay. Because um, I don't have, most of the support system requires you to have a 13 digit ID, uh-huh. which I don't have. So okay. for us, most of the partnership that we haven't created have came from the corporations. Uh, I mean, from like I am Drawback, which I actually have to like, also like, they have really umbrellaed us. To help us get into asset tourism spaces. Mm-hmm. So, we've kind of like figured out a way to to work around that um, and how can we get ourselves out there. So, I am Jobek basically takes our packages to asset tourism and tells them ah. this is some of the experiences that Jobek offers. So, we're under an umbrella that helps us cover through that you know mm. so um those are some of the things that we obviously um have to do to be able to operate um in in the space as well yeah
0: with all the activities that yeah. you do you yeah. obviously are not the only person working in this company you have employed some people yeah so how many people do you employ who have uh, obviously benefited from the existence of this company
1: um so before COVID, we had 28 people And um, obviously, that's Joburg, Devon, and Cape Town. Mm -hmm. Um, And now we've got 12 people. So it's currently a company of 12 people in all the three cities. But yeah, now it's high season, and January and February is looking really busy. So we didn't also like retrench a lot of the people. So we're trying to get a lot of our guys back again onto Mm -hmm. the team because essentially what we do is we are in the, um, we spend so much money on equipping our people to be able to know what to actually do so mm-hmm. um essentially we want to bring back some of the guys that we obviously had let go because of restrained budgets um through the time so essentially um at this point where we're at now we're trying to get the whole team back again okay. um, and some of the people that we had we had trained and so.
0: where are you getting your uh, your staff from how how are you recruiting your staff
1: so it's all local based so um Every area that, I mean, for instance, I think Langa would be the perfect example. So when I just moved into Cape Town and I went into Langa, there's obviously guys that were really in Langa. So we don't tell stories of people we don't tell. I mean, right now in Yovel, I do tours of Yovel <laughs> mm. because, like, that's where I feel like I'm from, you know. Yeah. So every place we go into, we don't tell other people stories. We find oh, people from those communities to be mm. able to think. So we've got a young team of people, a young team of people that really come from the communities to be able to tell these real, authentic stories. Because now, essentially, it's not about how old this building is. It's about your experiencing within that space, which goes further. Than all that building was because also mm. again it's like a lot of colonial history if you have to tell like everything from dates and, yeah, and all that yeah, stuff yeah. you know so uh, we are in the experience business and what we're trying to do is just to like to tell people an off the big story of spaces from a personal perspective
0: I want to take a break I want to when I come back I want to yeah. ask about um, you know South Africans are they keen on knowing their surroundings Uh, how keen are they in knowing and experiencing what's outside the gate (laughs) yeah and uh, and also I want to know how you if you would recommend other young people to actually get into the business of 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 tourism and uh, how is it working for you and what challenges you face uh, before we wrap up the show cool Um, um,
1: just... Hey, son, out muna out of on the studio. So hey, Oprah am proud of you. Hey, you're driver. Is it's Rocky Street, the one that is talking about. It's a crime it's hub. He doesn't Street. So it's problem. a crime hub. So, what is he talking about? He's talking about it. talking about talking about Good baby, South Africa.
0: Ah, do you hear that, Frank? <laughs> the bolt driver says you are lying. You know <laughs> Yoville is a dangerous place as a bolt driver. He can't even go there. He you know, uh, probably Uber drivers maybe. I don't know. Do people call for Uber drivers and bolts uh, you know transport so, to um, pick them up in Yeovil? I think um
1: context weird <laughs> To the whole reason of Rocky Street, so Ubers and Bolt are not allowed on Rocky. That came way Why? before the whole Uber and meter taxi um, obviously um, fight that was happening. Mm, so bolts okay. and things were not allowed onto the space. So I obviously,
0: taxis—they
1: still meter taxis on Rocky Street. Only meter taxis are allowed on Rocky Street, not Ubers or Bolt. That's the first thing. And obviously, when Bolt drivers drive through Rocky Street, mm-hmm. there's huge jams that happen on Rocky Street. And if you are this is... It's Joe Hasselberg. That's what it is. Like, you sleep, you get hustle. That's, that's Joe Beck. Joe Beck has always been like that. Like, and, the, and that's the T-shirt you gave me. That's what I gave you.
0: I gave you Joe Hasselbeck. That's... T-shirt, <laughs> a T-shirt with the Joe Hasselbeck. Yes. Which is, which is true. We yeah. Are, we hustle in Jersey. Yeah. We hustle. Li- literally.
1: So, okay. if you are... so. Uh, also, like just to like really explain this, right? I think what's really important for people to be able to understand in this space is that why did this spaces get so dangerous? Is because the familiar faces left. And the places are highly transitional. Highly transitional means there's no community within those spaces.
0: And if there's no community, crime rises in any space. He, that, you know, the bolt driver also sa- said something uh, which you might have, m- might you might have missed. He says yeah. the the reason there is high crime there yeah. is because the people living there are all illegal immigrants, immigrants, yeah, who are cr- criminals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do you, uh, you? I mean, you can't justify that. Yeah. You Can't you? Can't also say no? Everyone who's in your village is, is it? yeah. That's because everybody knows you. You you know you are yeah. le- you are legit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Um, I, I mean, I don't expect you to know the full status of everybody. Everybody who, in who the space who yeah. lives here. Yeah. I, but the thing is, we're running out of time, and I yeah. really want you to address the issue of uh, encouraging other young people for for one to get into this business, yeah. and what very quickly what challenges are there, and uh, are you making a lot of money? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I think um, I think tourism as a whole yeah. um, is a very lucrative industry if you are in it for the money. But I think more important is the fact that tourism can change people's life. And the fact that you can really, like, experiences is what people pay for to travel. In the Mm. spaces. So, Mm. I think a lot of young people, I mean, for myself, I've traveled through other people, and there's only a limited number of spaces that I can pay rent into. So, the connections are massive. I mean, I've had to, I've met a lot of people, and coming from like high school, I'd already created like a network through it. So, I will definitely encourage a lot of the people that think their communities are unique and they can. Curate their own stories Through that space You Mm -hmm. know So we've also started off So I mean My business partner Ty um, Is obviously South African um, And uh, we've um, Started off like encouraging a lot of other people. So we've got a show that says um, Tourism Changed Life, which is a YouTube channel on our, on our on our YouTube and we encourage a lot of young people to be able to, we help them create stories of their own neighborhood. Mm. So essentially they can start telling their own stories. Uh, we are not in this to be able to tell people stories. So I feel like every community, just like how we started off in Yovo, Ty does that in many other communities to be able to assist and help other people mm. to be able to understand that, listen, you can tell your own story of your community because only you know your community. And you know the Eden gems of your own community so that's what essentially tourism is tourism is moving from Auckland Park to uh, Bramfontein that's tourism, transitioning from one place to another. Mm. And if you are based in Bramfontein and you were so in love with Bramfontein, you can host me when I'm in Bramfontein. Yeah. And that's what, what tourism what,
0: is. What mental uh, outlook should you have? I, n- I know I love to travel and yeah. I've traveled a lot. And yeah. that experience uh, has given me, uh, you know, um, what should I say? Yeah, I've, I've had experiences that no one can take away because yeah. of things i've seen people i've met mm. uh, you know uh, you you can't take that away i and and i f- I, f- I felt that it was money well spent yeah because it, i may not have anything tangible to show mm. but my soul was fulfilled fulfilled yeah. you know kind yeah. of thing yeah.
1: So I think um for me and this is what I always like really encourage a lot of people is that you've gotta be open minded. Mm. And open minded means that you gotta lower all the prejudice, op- prejudices prejudices mm. that mm. you obviously have in within you. Mm. And I feel like that's what that's the biggest challenge that we have with um um obviously like a lot of the um the, a lot of the clientele that we have that wanna go into spaces with already pre existing notions. Mm. So like I can't go to Yovel it's dangerous. But if you've been marked mm. in Yovel, no you haven't. You see what I'm saying? So it's oh, like... I may know you, someone who I knows. might have known somebody. <laughs> I might have known somebody that I have. So oh. I think you've got to be responsible for your own experiences. That's what we encourage a lot of people. And just be open-minded to new experiences. And okay. um, that obviously goes a long way as well.
0: So how does one get in touch with you? Uh, you, We could have some of the Metro FM Talk listeners what, thinking, oh, okay, let me try this uh, tour with Frank Lea.
1: So our website is um, um, www.honestravelexperience.co.ca. I'm sorry, dot com and um and obviously on Instagram it's honest travel experience underscore ZD and on Twitter is honest travel experience underscore zm as well.
0: Okay, thank yeah. you very much thank and you thanks so much for, for the gift. You. Cool, cool. No and worries. you have a sh- you say you have a shop in your in Rosebank.
1: So we've got a shop in uh, Rosebank and Newtown, so you can also get some of those What, is, t- what is it called? Honest travel experience. Honest travel. Yeah, they travel. They travel stores. Yeah.
0: Twitter handle, Facebook, don't don't.
1: It's honest travel experience.
0: Do you speak any of the African languages? Languages,
1: by the way. I speak Swahili is that African? Mm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah South African I mean South African language yeah I speak Zulu yeah oh you do <laughs>
1: yeah. I've been here for that long <laughs> okay
0: no I just I just wanted to yeah. check yeah I how, do I do how, how in you are yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you, Frank. Cool. And uh, have yourself a good evening. Cool. Thank you for having. Me. Great chatting to cheers, you. Cheers. And all the best. Cool. <laughs> coming up on Metro FM Talk is Manti. She's uh, coming with. Let's talk about it. What are we talking about, darling? Hey, Latimba. How are you? I'm oh, good. How are you? You know, me, I, mean, I I get upset because I don't see you know my colleagues much unless <laughs> you know. There's something happening. Like I saw you on Saturday. Yes. for After a long time. After a long time. And you like my first friend. Yeah. I know. Honestly. You know? I people, hung out with you at the and, retreat. And people don't know that. People don't that know that. That me and you connected first when you came uh, here. Uh, everyone thinks they're my friends, but you're my real friend. Bon, <laughs> um, On the show this evening, I'm going to be mm. joined by Cesar Songani, uh, who's a Deputy Chief of a party for voluntary medical male circumcision. Okay, we're talking the importance of encouraging men to get circumcised mm. um, and the health benefits of it. Sure. In
1: um, nine, and, I,
0: and and I suppose the, the 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 this is the period now when yes. people go you know yes home um, and do it. And then Lean who's a relationship coach, joins mm. me. We're going to be talking dating during the festive season. Uh, and Flings my, are starting. It's silly season. <laughs> you yeah. might get inspired to introduce someone to your friends and family. Is it the Is right it the, time? Maybe it's the wrong time. Exactly. When everybody's all happy. Yes, I mean, uh, January, you're going to come and say, guys, so that uncle... <laughs> Forget about him. <laughs> we only said yes so you can be, so you can have New Year's Eve exactly to, to kiss someone <laughs> exactly. So you can have someone under the mistletoe. Now it's awkward because that person's not there. So that's what we're talking about: dating during the awesome, holiday season. Awesome. Yeah, looking forward to it. Thank you. I'm out. I'm uh, here. Um. Oh, I'm back tomorrow, so, uh, sitting in for Ayak Bonga again.